welcome to another episode of The Lobby Pool. I'm your host, Sam, Dr. Fidget Arsma. And yeah, we got off, off schedule for like the billionth time. Um, Maybe we're so off schedule, we're on schedule. Yeah, this is, this is what people are used to now. That, of course, is the voice of Gabby, JTK, I Bidoof. <laughs> um, you have more names. I'm not sure how many of them are public. Now that that makes it sound scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, our intro topic this week comes from Samuel Temple Two, and he asks, uh, "What's your favorite TV show from the Cartoon Network?" Ah, oh, rigged question. Obviously, Steven Universe. Okay. Um, and what is that about for people like me who have never had cable uh, and therefore do not watch the Cartoon Network? <laughs> um. It's about beautiful space rocks. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Okay, I love space rocks. I've been playing Mass Effect lately, and <laughs> there's a lot of space there. I'm scanning planets, getting minerals. Yeah, different uh, different kind of space rocks. <laughs> oh, so humanoid like, space rocks with magic powers. So like prog rock, like, like loud synths and heavy guitars. More like soft ukulele hmm. and violin. It, it, I, I don't know how to feel about ukuleles. It's okay. It's okay. Violin duets are cool, though. Um, also joining us this week, we have Tiffany, Shiloh. How are you? Hi. I'm good. And what is your favorite TV show from the Cartoon Network? Ah, uh, I also like Steven Universe a lot. It's great. Okay. And what is your opinion on ukuleles? Uh, there's this one... Uh, I... Don't know. Sometimes I like them, sometimes I don't. Some people play them really badly. A lot of people play them really badly. <laughs> hey. In, in fact, but... <laughs> I think that's how they're supposed to be played. I mean, like, I love them in Steven Universe, but there are some people who hang out at college who play really bad ukulele. <laughs> Wait, so instead of, like, guitar people who, like, sit out on the quad with their guitars, it's, like, ukulele? <sighs> okay, so we have this one guy who's, like, the epitome of that douche with an acoustic guitar at college, except he has a ukulele instead. That's beautiful. Mm. Oh my god. Does he wear sandals? Yeah, he? uh, he's got like a really sharp ponytail and he's an English philosophy double major. Oh my god, that's... Uh, <gasps> Yet he refuses to help me with my philosophy homework when I was taking a philosophy class. Why would you talk to him? I, I don't know. Because <laughs> I was doing really bad in philosophy. <laughs> and you thought that was the solution? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that's... No. You, you don't want any advice from that man. <laughs> uh, all right. I've lost the show notes. So what's our first topic? Our first topic is new Pokemon. New Pokemon. I'm looking at the wrong show notes now. Um, yeah. Last time we left off, there was something cool. I forget. There, there was a bunch of stuff I hadn't seen, like that thing that looks like a bread box. Oh, the bug thing? Yeah. Um, oh, he was cool. And there's a sleepy koala. And the lay. I do like the koala a lot. But we've we've talked about have we talked about the koala? Yes. Okay. Um, I know we talked about the lay and the Mimikyu and the Unbound Suite. Did you talk uh, about the dancing birds? Yes. We did cover the dancing birds. Oh, cool. this is gonna be hard if I can't remember the names of any of these things. So let's just start at the top here and work our way down. Uh, type null is the first thing I'm seeing. <laughs> um, which it took me a while to figure out that was the name of the Pokemon. Wait, his full name is Type Null because I've been very confused about this. That's yeah. legit his name. Type Lull. Null, as in uh, 
the computer word. Yes, it is type colon null. Okay. And so yeah, I I first heard about this on Twitter and everybody was just talking about type null. I'm like, is that a new type? And they kept showing this Pokemon that clearly said normal next to it. My my so. theory is that there's some developer out there somewhere who has a personal vendetta against Pokemon fan sites and was like, this is really gonna mess them up. And then named it Type Null for that reason. There's probably something in the plot related to computers or whatever that they wrote just to cover it up, but that that's the um, real story. Alright, well, let's see what the site says. Uh, Pokemon wearing a mask has been dubbed Null, meaning nothing. And it's got what appears to be a suit of armor mask with a backwards axe coming off the top of it. And it has it's like a of... fish tail, but otherwise it's a dog with bird feet. I feel like it would be more effective if the axe was facing forward so you could headbutt things with your axe head. But like, yeah. But if you look at the axe, it kind of looks like an eagle with its like wings spread open behind it because there's that like light gray bit that has the pointy end. Yeah, but I still feel like combat-wise, I would want my axe on my head facing forward. <laughs> maybe, maybe Type Null doesn't want to fight. Maybe he just wants to spend his life or her life, its life, as like a bottle opener or something. <laughs> it's got a very short description here. Uh, the shapes of its front and hind legs are clearly different. Yes, one is bird, one is dog. Uh, the reason is that Typenol was constructed to synthesize the strength of various Pokemon, enabling it to adapt to any situation. The mask fitted to Typenol's head is a piece of equipment designed to control its latent powers. It's extremely heavy, so it serves to hinder Typenol's agility. So I'm guessing it's pretty slow. Until you, uh, like, break off the helmet. Its ability is battle armor. I don't remember what that does. If we've... I think it's a new ability. Well, it's definitely new. I don't know if another new Pokemon had it yet. Uh, to complete a certain mission, there was need for a Pokemon powerful enough to rival those Pokemon often spoken of in mythology. So, it's, I'm guessing just another base 600 Pokemon. It doesn't look like a base 600, though. Neither does Dragonite. It looks like Absol. Wait, Dragonite's base 600? Yeah. Okay, fair point. I always thought it was, like, five-something. No, it is Salamence, Garchomp, Tyranitar. Do know. It's just, it's just mixed between its... It's got, like, all-around stats. It's not focused on it, and its speed isn't great. So, yeah, next Pokemon we have is... What's the name of this guy? Oh, Jangmo-O. It's... I, I first read it as Juggalo. <laughs> and then the description even said something about them gathering, which... Gathering of the Jangmo. Jangmo gather in harsh locales like canyons where no other people or Pokemon are around <laughs> yep. to live together as they train. Yes, and they train What by... Pokemon is this? Jigmo. Uh, the ones that like to spray Fago on each other. And the well, yeah, but what does it look like? <laughs> um, it looks like a lizard with a big head. It has like a heart scale uh, on its head. Like a dinosaur Oh, head. that little guy. I think he's cute. Yeah. He's got bulletproof and soundproof. He's a dragon. I'm excited Not to see another bulletproof makeup. Pokemon. Bulletproof school. Is it just chest? No, there's something besides chestnut. Yeah, but I always used it on chestnut and I loved it. Yeah, because the other thing was useless. I honestly I can't remember. Bulletproof is... No, it's just chestnut. Okay. So, I'm curious if this guy evolves, because he looks like a a babby Pokemon. Yeah, I think he evolves. I think he's going to be a badass when he grows up. <laughs> I hope so. There's. It, I feel like does... there's a lot of potential. I, I want to know what the evolved names are going to be. Jangmo-ah. 
Jangmo E. I don't know. Mm. All right. Um, next, I'm just going to be clicking the arrows here. Uh, we've got Alo and Rattata, which Rattata is now dark and mustachioed. It's the evil mustache. <laughs> I think he's so cute and chubby. I just like how <laughs> there was a designer somewhere who's like, all right, we need a dark type Rattata. How are we going to do this? Just give him a mustache. Soul. <laughs> It's a weird-looking mustache, too. It's, like, coming out of each side of its nose, but it's not on its lip at all. <laughs> it looks like, um, Raticate just got his wisdom teeth removed. <laughs> oh, and, and it's still part normal, so it is four times weak to fighting. Oh, sweet! <laughs> it is dark dark normal, which, that, that doesn't help it in any way. No. Just... Like, dark already resisted ghost, so now it just has a ghost immunity. I, yeah. I'm guessing Rattata will still be Rattata regardless. Um, but then there is also Alolan. Alolan. I'm saying Alolan. Um, but Radicate, which is just a fat black Radicate. Too many fluffy pancakes. <laughs> it, it is also it is also dark normal, and it still has gluttony and hustle. So I don't. I don't know. It. I. I like hustle Radicate in very few situations, and I don't think dark typing helps it. I just, what I don't understand is, um, so Radita, Alolan Radita evolved because of the young goose, right? Like, the young goose were sent in being like, kill all Radita, or knock out all Radita, or whatever. And then they evolved to counter that. So then, I would think that Alolan Radicate would, like, not be fat as a result of its fight for survival? Um, well, they became nocturnal. So then they weren't really being hunted at night. Oh, so then they just ate and got fat. Yes. They were unchecked at night, which is why they're fat. Okay. That that makes uh, a little more sense. Or maybe he's just having an allergic reaction to something. Those <laughs> cheeks are unnaturally puffy. Puffy. He's probably got bound sweet in those cheeks. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> you guys remember the bound sweet description, right? Yes. Okay. That's probably what it is. Um, pick a pack. I think we've talked about this one. Haven't we? I was gonna say this was That's the old. one that was in that trailer, and it was like reflecting. Okay. Um, I don't know much about it. It's normal flying. It's probably gonna be weak. It has skill link, so fury attack. I mean, it might evolve into something not terrible. It kind of looks like a baby. It's a woodpecker Pokemon. Yeah, it, it's going to evolve. I'm guessing it's just gonna be another root two thing. So like a Pidgeot. Yeah, but Talonflame was a root two thing, and it's like... <sighs> yeah. Well, but it also I mean, gets... Uh, Gale Wings is the only thing that makes Talonflame usable. Yeah. I mean, they could still give it Gale Wings in an evolution, but... Yeah. Also, that was Fire-type. This is another normal flying. Oh, fair enough. We have, like, a thousand of those. How about we go over the crab guy? The crab uh, guy? Yes. The thing that they revealed at Worlds. One of the things. I... Um, oh, the one that destroyed our current metagame in, like, one punch. Yeah, but we don't know if it went first. So it might have, like, super lame defenses and might be kind of slow. Oh! But just have all that power. Did we talk about the Ice Ninetales and the Vulpix? I don't know. Yes. I, I know we talked about the Sandshrew. Okay, yeah, we probably did. I, wait, probably wait, did. Ice Nine. I get it. Yeah, get it? I get, get it. it. I get you it. You get it? Right? <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I I wanted to make that joke so quick, but I couldn't put it together. And then I checked, what, eight hours later, uh, 
after work, and nobody had put one of those together yet. I'm like, really? How? It's right there. I know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, there's there's Icy Vulpix, Icy Ninetales. Uh, there's the Tall Exeggutor. Did we talk? I thought we already talked about Did that we? one. We yeah, because these were like the first ones released. Remember you said that it was going to be really bad because it doesn't have uh, Oh, yeah, because it, it doesn't have chlorophyll anymore. So it's just a base 55 speed thing I with mean, a four times ice weakness. But that, it's so and, tall. Right. Okay. Um, Someday I'm going to make some really elegant stained glass of that. Okay, so I'm going to start after that guy with this mushroom thing, which I don't think I've actually seen yet. More lull. Is that the little the illuminating really Pokemon? Um, oh, no, it looks like a sprout with guy. three mushrooms. Yeah. Um, it's a grass fairy uh, with effect spore and illuminate. So, with effect spore. Um, I mean, more little Pokemon that walks. Uh, it, it looks like a mushroom thing. If this evolves into a grass fairy, just, that would be. I don't want another Amoongus. One Amoongus is more than enough. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm all for more fairies. That aren't named Xerneas, Mawile, or Zumeril. <laughs> I mean, I'm totally uh, for more fairies. Sylveon but... and Sylveon and what's his name? The thing with the dress, Gardevoir. That's yes. The thing. I was like, thing with a dress. What kind of Pokemon wears clothes? <laughs> <laughs> the, the only other fairy that people use. I, Have I we think talked I mean... about the Sandcastle yet? No, no, no. We're, we're getting to. It. We're getting to it. Can we talk about um, Puku? Y- yes. Um, that's that's who's next on this thing of arrows. Uh, the sea cucumber Pokemon. That, that one's my favorite. No. Uh, okay, okay. Somebody break down this ability. <laughs> I just think it's cute. I forget what the ability. Did. Okay. It was something um, it stupid, is... like stupidly game breaking in a innards out, um, which is new. Uh, with the innards out ability, when this Pokemon faints, it will be able to deal one last bit of damage to its opponent, equal to the amount of HP it had left before it received the final blow. So if you knock it out, you take the exact same amount of damage you just did to it, to yourself. So my only question for that is, does it take into account, like, how much HP you have left? It probably does, but if it didn't, that would be pretty cool. Because then you could, like, focus Sash it, and then do something, it's and then deal equal damage. to the amount of HP it had left before it received its final blow. So no focus so no. Sash. No focus Sash. That would, that would be bad. So if you knock it out in one hit, you're going to do a lot of damage to yourself, basically. Depending on what its HP set is. They could give it, like, smear Smeargold or something. Oh my god, it would be mm. amazing if they gave it, like, not Chansey level, but, like, up there. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, not Chansey level. <laughs> Although I guess that would decrease the likelihood of you one-shotting it. Actually, yeah, uh, that's I, true. I just like that it, it punches people with its guts. Yeah, that's kind of disturbing, actually. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to talk about disturbing, though, the whole line from the website where it says, uh, Puku Muku are covered with a slippery, vis- vicious fluid that has a moisturizing effect. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The people of Alola use this fluid for skincare products. Like, that, that's okay. That, that seems weird, though. Like, is there just some, like, farmer somewhere who just, like, harvests the fluid from these guys? <laughs> it's like fish oil. Yeah, but isn't fish oil gathered when, like, you kill the fish to eat it? I don't actually know. Like, I'm I'm genuinely kind of curious now. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, probably. Okay. But, I mean, they eat slowpoke tails, so... Pokemon World's weird. 
I feel like we're getting more into the whole, like, oh, by the way, not everything is rainbows and bunnies and butterflies with this generation. Oh, yes, yes. The, the, if Pound Sweet has taught us anything, it's that they're trying to go dark with this one, and I kind of like it. And, and we'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to some more cool stuff later. Um, then we have Wishy Washy in the solo form, which is the small fry Pokemon. It's just a tiny fish. Which um, I can't. But then it grows uh, into a really, really big fish. A single wishy-washy is tiny and weak, measuring just eight inches. Um, blah, blah, blah. Yes, it has the new ability schooling, which turns it into a giant. It, it's like a bunch of Pokemon joined together to pretend that they're a shark. But it's like 26 feet tall. Like, how does that yeah. compare to a whale lord? It's still only 173 pounds. But 26 feet tall, though. I used to weigh more than 173 pounds, and I was not 26 feet tall. Actually, that's almost 27 feet tall. Hold on, I'm looking up how that's... tall it was. This is important. Yeah, but Whalerd weighs more. This is, like, hollow, because it's just a bunch of tiny fish. Okay, it's approximately half the a size frame. of a whale, height-wise. Yeah, yeah, and it's completely, completely out. There's so much space in between them. Yeah. But yeah, depending on what the stats are, that could be a fun thing. I wonder if it's... I think it's going to be powerful. I don't know. It, it might be, like, a... Zen mode Darmanitan type of worthlessness. Aww. Or it could be cool. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out more when we actually get to see these things in action. Um, next we have Alone Marowak, which I think we talked about. We definitely did. I want okay, that. Okay, so move on. Um, Sweet and Fluffy Pancake Raichu. Did we talk about that one? That I don't one? know. There's a Raichu. It's orange. I guess regular Raichu's orange. This one's like a burnt orange. And it ate a bunch of pancakes. I guess. Yeah. Or or at least that's what the legend is. Yeah. Um, it has the Surge Surfer ability, which doesn't make much sense since Raichu's already super fast, but it doubles your speed in electric terrain. It'll be the fastest. Sure. Until somebody sets up Tailwind. Well, it, it'll be the same, so it'll still be faster because it was already fast. I don't know. Then, then why would you waste time setting up electric? Well, you put it out there with that new Tiki guy who gives you a free one. Well, then you're just running double electric. You're going to be double ground weak immediately. Give them both balloons. I, yeah. Okay, now we're talking. <laughs> All right, moving on from right. <laughs> hmm. Ah, the 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 next one is the meowth. The picture makes me laugh. <laughs> He's very sassy. He's very sassy. Um, it's another alone type that just became dark, which I'm gathering is the theme again for this game. Just everything's going to be darker. The once rare Alolan Meowth became feral when the monarchy was destroyed. So yeah, it's kind kind of like cats are all over Hawaii. Yeah, it, he, he's he's a fun looking cat. If you haven't seen that yet, you should look at the artwork. I kind of want to see more about this whole like political history. All right, and next we have Crabraldar. Oh, it's this guy! I really like this guy. So this is the one that they revealed at the World Championships. It's the boxing Pokemon. It's it's a crab that likes to punch things and it's got one kind of black eye my only concern is that um he's slow right i mean we don't know the speed yet obviously but i remember someone saying that like his attack's really good but it's slow so he basically needs trick room basically needs trick room crawdont already does that yeah which makes him less special but but this is a pure fighting type Oh, that's true. It's pure fighting with Iron Fist, which I think sounds fun. Yeah. So, Uncle Durr. <laughs> I, I really like Kunkelder, and I would... Hitmonchan. No, I like Kunkelder. 
I I would welcome another Kunkelder, especially okay. one Purple that's Kunkelder. a crab Kunkelder. I like Hitmonchan. I'm, I'm just saying, like a pure fighting type with Iron Fist already exists twice. But oh, how do they not have those in Pokémon? I wonder if they're gonna patch him in, or like uh, I don't know, Pokémon Two or whatever. Because Tekken is literally the king of Iron Fist tournament, so why why do they not have the Iron Fist Pokemon? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, see, okay, that's that's just Rowlet. <gasps> we know Rowlet. I love Rowlet. Okay, um, so before we get to our main event, we'll go to the Turtonator, which I, someone else described this. I he's an awesome turtle with a fire How shell. How is that a turtle? I don't it's know. It's a tortoise. He's a turtle. Category, oh. last turtle Pokemon. I don't, I don't understand. It looks, okay, it looks like somebody took the Horta costume from Star Trek and just made it stand up and then gave it turtle-like appendages. That's how I describe it. It's, it's got a pokey. shell on its back and for some reason another shell on top of its head and like a Birdo no- nose <laughs> and a crinkle cut French fry for a tail. It, I think it also has a mustache. No, it doesn't. That's definitely... That's its mouth, I think. Are, are you sure its nose isn't its mouth like Birdo? I I was interpreting it that the nose-looking thing was the mouth, and then it had a mustache. I'm... I, I could see either... There's a video here. I'm going to see if it moves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, that could be... It could go either way. I don't... Yeah, okay. I don't know. An explosive new Pokemon is here. Let's see. There he is... Okay, the mouth... Okay, so it's the mustache mouth is not moving. Uh, it goes completely under the nose. Um, so it's a beard? The nose also doesn't seem to be moving. So To be yeah, determined. It's, it's like, maybe it's a chin. Yeah. We can play Pokemon and me with it when we get uh, Sun and Moon and figure out where its mouth is. I okay. discovered that Ferrothorn has two triangular mouths. It's fascinating. Wait, what? Yeah, if you play Pokemon and me with it and you feed it Poffins, you will find... For, at first, I didn't think Ferrothorn had a mouth because it wouldn't eat the Poffin or whatever the cupcakes are. But it turns out it has two mouths and they're in the shape of triangles. What? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, speaking of <laughs> triangular mouths, we move on to our final two, my, my favorite ones. We have Sandy Gast, which is the sandcastle that has a shovel... Like lodged in its skull, which is very sad. But he, he seems to be okay. He's got the water compaction ability, which I think that's the one that raises your defense if you get hit by water. Its defense stat will go up by two if it's hit with a water type move. By two. So if you want to like water shrook in that guy and get to plus six defense, I mean it's still a ground type, so it's going to take super effective damage. From <laughs> it, but I don't know. Give it a weakness policy and hit it with. Oh God. That bubble. That would be that would be nuts. That'd be fun. I'm um, Sandy Gas emerges when the grudges of Pokemon and other creatures soak into the sand after they fall in battle. So I'm not wrong in saying Mentor Sandcastle, Dementor S. Sure. Like it, it. It's okay. I'm I'm gonna move on to the next one. But San, Sandy Gas is adorable. Okay. So <laughs> Palisan, which is possibly the most disturbing Pokemon yet. Um. Palisand controls human adults, making them build sandcastles that provide camouflage and also raises defensive abilities. Unlike Sandigas, Palisand loses some sand from its body and restores its own. Uh, when moving about in search of prey, the shovel on top of Palisand's head revolves. It is said the shovel could be some kind of radar. Now, the most terrifying thing about Palisand is if you go to the 
page on the official Pokemon website and scroll down, there's some more artwork of it murdering a Pikachu. <laughs> like, it, it's a Pikachu getting trapped in quicksand, and this Palisand's hands are, like, dragging it down, and its eyes are X'd out. And then underneath it says, Palisand loves the vitality of Pokemon and drags small Pokemon into its body so it can steal their life force. Its sandy vortex swallows them up in a heartbeat. Pokemon dragged into Palisand leave traces of their ill will behind. It's thought that this negative energy may be the starting point for a new sandy gas. It breeds by eating Pokemon. I am absolutely horrified right now. There is artwork of it murdering a Pikachu. How is this a Pokemon? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of great, though. Do you think we're going to see one of these things, like, murder or something in the game? I'm looking at that happen right now. But no, like, is that going to be a cutscene where, like, you're just herder, I just got my first badge, I'm totally new to Pokemon, I love Pokemon, I'm walking on the beach, and then you're just going to this palace sand, like, grab something and just, like, drag it down while it's screaming for its life? Right. That's horrible. Like, oh. Like, I thought the Bound Sweet description was going to be as bad as it got on here. And then and then we have this with illustrations. <laughs> I didn't feel words were enough to convey the horror. Clearly not. Oh, man, if you look really close, you can see the Pikachu is crying, too. I think that's like a tear by its X-Eye. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just like, oh no, it's Pokemon, it's just knocked out. And then you read the description, it's like, oh, it's stealing their life force and then swallowing them whole. So then... And they're so upset about it that they become another Pokemon. So then, question. Like, if yeah. you're battling with one of these guys, and like, it used Dig for the knockout, is that it? I don't know. Maybe. That's horrible. But yeah, Pal- Palisan, kind of terrifying. Baby, baby Sandcastle, completely adorable. Alright, so what else do we have? We have a stuffed animal with a, you know, it's all cute and pink. Oh, wait, did, did we miss something, actually? Yeah, yeah you missed uh, that stuffed animal oh, Pokemon Stuffle. that evolves into the... Yeah. Which one? Okay, yeah, the baby uh, panda. Oh, baby panda. With the tag sticking out of its butt. Yeah. Okay, I feel better after its arm. I feel like my soul is just recovered a little Yeah, but it's doing that because people want to hug it, but it hates being touched. But it was, like, made so that everyone wants to hug it. It has a terrible existence. Well, then it evolves into something that mm-hmm. breaks things by hugging them. So it gets its revenge. I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of nice. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I, what's nice anymore. Have they put out a rating for this game yet? Rated M for mature. <laughs> no, it's E for mild cartoon violence. So it is E. It's, they didn't accidentally make it E10 plus for all the animal murder. Nope. Okay. Oh, did we? No, we, we definitely talked about the baby horse, or the big horse? Baby horse. One of them was newer than the others. No, we talked about both the horses. Yeah. Okay, so moving on from new Pokemon, what else do we have? Snorlax wakes up. Um, doesn't it do that with a poker flute? No, 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 no. No. Snorlax gets up and, like, wants to murder everybody. Yeah. So they they released a new trailer where um, it was revealed that Snorlax gets an exclusive called Pulverizing Pancake. And his eyes basically open up and it does, like, the anime trope thing where they flash red. And then Snorlax just charges the opposing Pokemon. 
leaps up into the air and then crushes it under its butt. It's beautiful. I can't wait until the game is hacked so that we can see other Pokemon performing this. (laughs) Although I don't know if they'd be able to because that eye flashing thing seems kind of... Yeah. Could you get a Smeargle to do that? Um, Well, we couldn't get the Smeargle to do the Hoopa stuff. Oh, yeah. It it did some Hoopa stuff. There was just one Hoopa move that it couldn't do. But it was like the signature move, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. Well, even like base Hoopa can't do that, even if it knows the move. Mm. I don't know. Smeargle doing, um, what's that mean? Shadow Force was pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, that that's all there is for Norlax. It gets his, it's one of the pre-order bonuses. You get the item with a uh, Munchlax that it sounds like he's on the uh, Wi-Fi. Oh, but I mean, Munchlax gets happy hour, so, you know. <laughs> okay. Looking at the other thing in the cool features mode. Uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon are apart 12 hours. Does anybody know what that's about? Yes, so Pokemon Sun has, like, time passed like you would think it would pass, so, like, when it's 7 a.m., the sun's out, but... Okay, so it's linked to your DS clock? I mean, presumably. Um, But for Pokemon Moon, they're actually offsetting it by 12 hours, so 7 o'clock in the morning suddenly becomes 7 o'clock in the evening, and, you know, everything else. Ah, okay. So it's not like one of them is permanent day and the other is permanent night. I don't think so, but, you know, they haven't really said anything about it, so we probably won't know when someone's out if they are going to release a demo. Okay. Find Pokemon all over the place with the Poke Finder feature. What is the Poke Finder feature? I think it's just Pokemon Snap. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's Is it, thing. or is it, like, have your Pokemon pose and take pictures of it? Like it's a dead or alive girl? I don't know. I looked at the gallery, and it didn't really answer my questions. A feature known as Pokefinder allows you to take pictures of Pokemon you find. It's loaded into the Rotom decks. Use the Pokefinder in a certain photo spot scattered throughout the Alola region. You can take pictures of Pokemon. Pictures? Pictures you take will be evaluated as, as you take better pictures, more features, like the ability to, to zoom in become available. So, hypothetically speaking... If they introduce Samson Oak for the only purpose of just evaluating these photos, I will be stupidly happy. Do you think they'll give him voice? I don't think they'll... Like just like, wonderful! I, I would hope so. You are close! Because <laughs> that would... I mean, I think a lot of fans have been wanting a Pokemon Snap remake for a while, and that... I would accept that. Because I think at this point, that's probably the closest we'll get. I would accept that as well. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's what I want. Eh, it's close enough. <laughs> close enough for like I wanna th- 10 years, 15, however old. Well, the fun part about Pokemon Snap wasn't taking the pictures, it was throwing things at the Pokemon, <laughs> seeing what happens. You're a mean person. No, like you hit the Squirtle and then it slides down and bowling pins into other things. Maybe they'll just cool. build that functionality into Pokemon Go somehow. Throw Charmeleon into a volcano, like you're playing Tekken, and then it comes out as a Charizard. Okay, yeah, that one was pretty cool. So what I'm hearing is you just want to harass Pokemon while they're out there living their daily lives. And then take pictures Crowing of them. Throwing them into balls is enough. I'm making them stronger and letting them be free. <laughs> and then putting their pictures on the internet. What could possibly Without go their wrong? consent. <laughs> Alright, so... What else do we have? Team Skull. What's Team Skull? Uh, evil villains of the game. I don't think they're the evil villains. I really want to see this Aether Foundation, like, pull a fast one and be like, Surprise! Team Skull's actually, like, trying to stop us because we've gone mad with science. 
Oh, yeah, that would be a pretty cool turnaround. I definitely think that they're going to be, like, at the very least, the Ether Fan Foundation are going to be, like, morally ambiguous. Or are they just going to be the bad guys that turn out, like, turn over a new leaf at the end? Like, all the bad guys, basically? Nah. I mean... <laughs> No, they should just be totally evil. They're, they're going to start the game out and be, like, super helpful and whatnot, and they're going to be like, oh, yes, I'm researching, like, this stuff. Here, have a potion. Or, here, have money. Or whatever. And then, like, as you get more involved with Team Skull, you're going to realize, oh, my God, you know, these guys are, like, trying to use science to, I don't know, what would be a really scary science? Um... Make sandcastles murder people. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to use these innocent sandcastles to murder people. And then at the end of the game, you team up with Gladian in like a double battle against like, I don't know, Aether. And it's like you and Type Null versus like their UB whatever. And then you win and then the credits roll and then you're like, oh, cool. Okay. Then something something battle frontier. I don't know about the good guys turning into the bad guys. But, I mean, the bad guys turning out to not be so bad and kind of been their, their jam for a while Has now. It so, the backstory for Team Skull in this game, supposedly, is that they all wanted to be sailors, but they, it didn't work out for them, so now they're pirates. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, I failed my one life goal. Time to go be evil. <laughs> Actually, what it says. Uh, that's what I've heard. Uh, meet the ruffians from Team Skull. They steal other people's Pokemon and mess up trial sites and delight in all kinds of evil deeds. They don't sound like good people. I, I'm really happy that yeah. they're kind of pirate rejects or sailor rejects. But where, where did you hear that? I think it was on Facebook, so not the most oh. reliable. <laughs> no, it's no, no, it's no. canon. It's canon. It's no, no, no. If you're just seeing stuff on Facebook or. Where it, don't believe any of that. Because at the end of it, it's just going to be... No, you <laughs> read through it, and then it's a meme that you don't understand. <laughs> like, what's this monkey? I thought it was a baseball player. Oh. <laughs> what, what's the name of that monkey? Harambe? Harambe? Yeah. So, I was hearing that name for months, and I thought it was a baseball player. <laughs> and people kept saying, like, it was a gorilla, and I thought the gorillas were a baseball team. <laughs> And then, like, a couple weeks ago, I found out that there was no baseball team called the Gorillas. <laughs> and that Harambe was not a professional baseball player. He was a literal gorilla. And I had never been more confused in my entire life. No, no, th th this is beautiful. I, I appreciate this story more than you can probably believe. <laughs> Like, is there a baseball player whose name sounds like that? I, is that what no. you're asking the wrong person? <laughs> yeah. I thought some baseball player died and people were upset about it. No, no. Anyways. Anyway. You probably shouldn't uh, chase team that Skull, one to its inevitable conclusion. Uh, both male and female Team Skull grunts wear matching black skull tanks. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. They wear the same um, clothes like every other bad guy team since, like, forever. Oh, okay. Well, they capitalize skull and tanks. Merchandise. Um, and these uniforms aren't even provided for them. They have to buy their own. So, I don't know, maybe maybe they'll start selling those at the Pokemon Center? I would not be surprised. S skull tanks? I don't know. They look alright. Yeah. They're black tank top. 
tank tops with an X on them. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of cute. I mean, the costume design for Pokemon is usually good. Yeah. I don't know. Why do the protagonists always have to wear a hat? You can take the hat off. None of the hats look good. No. Like, when have you ever been able to I take the hat off? I saw a trailer where the protagonist wasn't wearing a hat for this gen. That would be... I mean, okay, don't that quote guy me on that. Has a hat. But... I'm, I'm scrolling down to try and find this. No, they, bo- they both have hats. It might be like X and Y where you can change your hat slightly or put stuff on them. But yeah, all of these things have hats. Okay. Well, someday. Stupid hats. Someday. Wasn't there a gen that one of the characters had a bandana? Both of them? Technically, in third gen, May was wearing a weird skullcap bandana. Okay. Alright, any other interesting stuff about Sun and Moon before we move on to the next topic? Uh, we, we've got the UBs. Oh, UBs! I forgot about UBs. They didn't show up on the Pokemon thing. It's because it's they're not they in the Pokemon section. They're in... Because they are ultra beasts. So, like, okay, so I'm going to my crazy fan theory thing again. Uh, but no. <laughs> I I really think that the Aether Foundation is like genetically engineering these guys. It says cool. that they're researching them, but I think they're actually making them. Okay, like Mewtwo and Porygon, Genesect, and a thousand other artificially created Pokemon. Yeah, but these aren't Pokemon, they're Ultra Beasts. I also uh, don't think they're Pokemon. What about the other... Imaginaria thing, which is categorized as artificial Pokemon. That's just a word. These are ultra okay. beasts, Fidget. Ultra beasts. Uh, yeah. What, what does that mean? I, I don't know. <laughs> it means they're ultra beasts. means they're made out of pancakes. Okay, now I'm looking at the Aether Foundation, and they just look like painters. Mad. They, they all just look like painters. Like, the ones in charge look like they're in art school, and then the grunts just look like they're paint walls. I do like how they have that whole, like, tiered fanny pack system going on for the grunts. That's pretty cool. Is, is the guy wearing a onesie with just a bunch of fanny packs sticking yep. out? <laughs> Isn't it fantastic, though? Why? Because someone's going to cosplay I, it. it. What if he has to go to the bathroom? <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> you have to take his entire shirt off. Unless there's, like, a hole going to one of those fanny packs. <laughs> Even then. It's not, that's not an ideal situation. I mean, if you look at all the other outfits, the whole foundation is pretty high fashion. And I usually find that high fashion comes with the trade-off of practicality. So I think it makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, a onesie that opens up at the collar. Yeah. That's Yeah. Do those exist? Everything exists. Can I get one? You should Google it. Why would you want that? You were just complaining about how impractical it is. Because I hate myself. <laughs> nice. Um. All right. I feel like there was something else. Oh yeah. What? What? What are the ultra beats other than just dancing jellyfish? They announced like I think one more in Japan, but I forget what it's called. And yeah, that, that's about where that thought ended. Okay. They have one that looks like uh, Larry the Lobster from SpongeBob. <laughs> You said Larry the Lobster, and I was still thinking Larry the Cucumber. <laughs> I'm like, Larry the Cucumber's not in Spongebob? Is he? I haven't seen Spongebob, so I guess I don't know that for sure. <laughs> Is there a Cucumber Pokemon? There's a Sea Cucumber Pokemon. That's right. He does not look like Larry. No. He does not sing silly songs. Nope. That's... Anywho, what else do we have on the show notes? 
PCs, online competitions, as well as all mid-season showdowns and regionals are now their own separate categories, is what I've heard. From who? From where? Uh, Chucky told me. So, it's not confirmed, but someone on Twitter was circulating a screenshot that... Oh, I, I saw that. And it also listed nationals quite plainly, which makes me think that that's not actually official. So they already confirmed there were no nationals. I I was wondering about that, and part of me was wondering if like they were going to keep nationals in the Europe circuit, but then like that would just open up the possibility for people from the U.S. going over and getting more CP. Yeah. So probably not. Because they did say that they were lifting all restrictions, and it would just be best finish limits. This yeah. Year. So having nationals in one area of the world and not yeah. the other would be bad. Unless unless it's a CP bar, because at which point I think only like 20 or so people would probably care about trying to fight for world strips, so. Weren't like Continentals not even listed on that thing? I think they were, but I can't remember. It's been a while since They're I've like looked at it. I think, honestly... Uh, there were a lot of things that didn't add up on that. Yeah, honestly, I'm more concerned about online competitions being in their own categories. Well, they used to be. Yeah, but like, I I just have bad memories of like, you know someone being ahead of you by, like, 2 CP because they spent, like, 20 hours playing an online turn weekend. Yeah, but that only but, ever ended up mattering for one person one time. And it's a bar now, yeah, so true. that kind of stuff doesn't matter so much. I guess I'm just still traumatized yeah. from it, conceptually. And people can't disconnect on you and kill you that way. Because that was back when you would get disqualified if you had too high a rate of disconnections, but there was a penalty for disconnecting other than that. So people would just disconnect on you when they were losing, and then you don't get the win, and it also hikes up your disconnection rate. So if you're winning a bunch, you might still get disqualified. I think, I think I'm just forever going to be traumatized by online tournament concept. I don't think I'll ever get to a point where I'm, like, actually comfortable playing in one. Seriously. I, I like it. Well, I like streaming it, but I don't think I've done that in, like, two years. So. I think it's a fine way to practice for regionals. Yeah, see, back then I wasn't practicing. It was like, hey, here's this dumb stuff. No one else is streaming. It's two years ago, and the guys captured because how to stream. So watch me dittos O'Rourke. Or watch me get very, very drunk in Gorgeist O'Rourke. <laughs> I remember that one. That was fun. That was fun. I, I, I don't remember much of it other than that, like, tri- triple protect on Garchomp. It was like Mawile double protected, Garchomp triple protected, and then I got <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, I, I guess they haven't really confirmed that the bar is going to stay in place, but I think after what happened this year, it's safe to say that it's going to be back for a V. So as long as the bar remains, I won't be as peeved about online competence kind of being their own VFL. MSS and regionals, yeah. though, is interesting. I'm going to be honest, at... Like, in the last few months, I thought MSSs and PCs were on the same for some reason. I forgot that they were the same. Yeah, it's it's interesting because it felt like last year that, um, it, in terms of, like, wanting to compete in the circuit, it felt like people were still kind of prioritizing regionals over MSSs. But, like, if there's a bar that you could hit with, like, a couple of MSSs, a bunch of PCs, and maybe, like, one regional... I wonder if it's going to change how people, like, travel to these events. Oh, yeah. If I can hit the bar with uh, PCs, mid-season showdowns, um, and um, a couple 
um, like one regional, there's no reason for me to really leave Texas until Worlds. Exactly. I, the reason, I just remembered, the reason that I didn't go to any mid-seasons last year was by the time they had the first one, the only way I could get points from it was if I won, and even then it was like... So it was basically like not really valuable. Right. And like my regional finishes were okay. Like I think I was replacing a top 64 at that point was the only thing that I could replace. Because the top for mid-season was the same as like a top 16. I think so, yeah. But I... I was I wasn't really playing in the circuit at that point, so I kind of stopped paying attention to points. <laughs> but yeah, there there was a mid season closer to where I live than where I work, and I still didn't go to that. One. Remember that one? Was that in like Bell? Was that the Bellevue one at Mox or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember why I, I skipped so. that one. Now it was on a weekend, and I think I just gotten. It was like there. a week after regionals, and my dad was in town, so I was just like, eh. Like I could go to that. Or I could go to work. I'll probably get more money from work. So I did that. And that was yeah. it. Although they had nebulous prize money for tournaments this year. <laughs> yeah, that was confusing. They were like, up to $50,000 in prizes per tournament, depending on... Attendance, right? Turnout. Or no, it was at least. I don't remember if it was up to or... That's very different things. Yeah, but still, it's like prizes and travel awards, so you gotta assume at least two-thirds of that, four-fifths of that, is going to juniors and seniors. Yeah. Because masters get, like, one basic junior seniors get themselves plus a guardian, and that all comes out of the same pool, and then break down. Cash is going to be up for grabs. Probably not a lot. It might be... Yeah, it, it's probably not a lot. It could be okay. I don't know until they it, actually tell us what's going on. Don't want to speculate too hard on that. I mean, I mean, get my if hopes you're up. gonna like prepare for anything, I think you should just assume that the prizes that they gave out in the past will just be dollar bills. So like, instead of a Wii U, you'll get like three hundred bucks, or instead of a DS, you'll get like two fifty, and then I don't know, maybe like eighty bucks per box of cards or whatever the going rate is. Wait, are DSs really two fifty? I thought uh, so. I think about. I it's much more than I thought. It might be two hundred. I mean, if you want the nice one, is that what they give? Like, out? if you want the uh, Nintendo new 3DS Plus with uh, dual cameras and uh, no headphone jack. Okay, um, I'm seeing the new 3DS XL is retailing right now for about two. Oh, okay, never mind. So two hundred bucks. So I, I don't know. Maybe if they're giving away the like super designed one like right when they i just don't feel like i would have spent 250 3ds like a year it doesn't seem like something yeah. to do. anyways anyway. yeah like i i'm excited to see them at least like uh focus a little bit more on providing um i guess applicable prize support for video game players um because like i mean the cards are okay but i i think it's safe to say that it's getting kind of old and it would probably be easier to just hand out money? I don't know, I, actually. I would be okay with just travel awards. Just make it easier for me to go to more events. Yeah, that would be good, too. If it was just travel vouchers, I would be okay with it. I guess we'll find out. I mean, isn't the first regional in a couple weeks? It is. It is in two weeks. Oh, God, it's, it's in It's Arizona, weeks. right? Good luck! <laughs> I sh Yeah, it's Arizona. I should probably be practicing for that. I don't need to practice, because I'm, I'm just going to talk for, like, eight hours that day. I finished my second mass effect entire franchise run is that how you're preparing for regionals this time around um 
Well, that and Rock Band. But <laughs> yeah, I, I got I got to finish my bad girl run of Mass Effect. <laughs> All right. Well, it seems like we're both then working really hard at being good at what we're going to do at regionals. <laughs> I will destroy the Reapers, and then I will finish my team, which I think I'm just trying to finish the same team that I didn't finish before Seattle. Huh, okay. I had three Pokemon going into that and was, like, brainstorming a handful of other things, none of which I had on cart, and then just threw three random Pokemon from my box into my party on the bus on the way to regionals. Nice. That went five. I mean, whatever works, right? Yeah. I, th- I mean, it's a... It's a solid three Pokemon, and I gotta figure out what to put in the other slot. Because the metagame has kind of changed a little bit since then. It's, you know, I should probably start, like, ghosting people on Showdown a bit, just to get an idea of what a metagame looks like. Because I've just been, so, I I actually have been practicing commentary, and I've been watching Worlds videos, because I didn't see any of them that weekend. And, like... I have an idea of what the metagame looks like, but then if everybody does the thing they do after Worlds where they just steal Wolf's team, like, I don't really know what the metagame's gonna look like because I I think it's gonna be interesting simply because that team is so catered to Wolf's strengths. I don't think a lot of people are gonna be able to pull it off. So I'll be curious to see how people will kind of adapt it, I guess. I think they'll just use it and use it badly. Or that! Yeah. Or that people try. It's usually um, the second place team gets a lot more play because that's usually easy one people to play. Um, okay, double primals, Gengar, Talonflame, Minetric, Bronzong was second place. That was Jonathan Evans' team. Okay, so maybe not that. Yeah, I think I think the metagame is just going to be in a very weird spot, and I think there's also going to be a lot of people who are just kind of going to because they think it's going to be easier because it's metagame anymore. But we'll yeah. see. It should be interesting. It- they should have started playing like four years ago. And even though people were okay with the metagame, nobody would do it. <laughs> I was like, oh, nobody's going to play this, but it's still going to be bigger than we had in 13, 14. Yeah, that's a very good point. And people know how to play now. Also troubling. <laughs> remember back when nobody knew what they were doing? I don't know. I still, you know, I miss those days where you, like, got paired up against someone's parent because they needed people to, like, get the kicker or whatever. That was always great. Yeah, I don't think I ever went. I remember when asking if somebody knew what EV training was was a good indicator of skill. Oh my god. <laughs> and then sometimes they would say, oh yeah, I've got so many EVs, like I've got Umbreon and Espeon, and then you knew that they weren't very good and you were going to win. You knew you were going to have a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> it brings up a good point, though, that like this knowledge is more available, and honestly, one of the things I'm hoping we're going to get from Sun and Moon is just an easier way to... like competitive i've been wanting them to implement like a uh battle spot battle factory type thing like where you rent pokemon and then play on the battle spot and you could like like an in-game showdown if you will (laughs) or or pokemon stadium if you didn't actually have a game oh my god yeah but like with not terrible pokemon with all terrible Pokemon, it would be even for everybody. God. You know, I would probably play so much if they did something like that, and I would hate myself for it, but I would actually secretly really what? like it. We could have little cups. Oh, that would be kind of amazing. We could get, like, the Psyduck, Meowth, Pikachu, Bullpix oh thing that they had in, in Showdown, and just do that. Let's just do that. Okay, you know what? You're selling me on this. You're, like, really selling me uh-huh. on this. And then I'll run the Sandcastle. No! <laughs> Stop killing my Pokemon fidget! Oh. oh, that sounds like fun. 
don't know, what were we talking about? I, I can't even remember. Metagames. We were talking about the metagame. Oh, right. Um, which one? I'm, I'm just thinking about sandcastles now. I'm sorry. It's I can't get my head past it. Sandcastle, sandcastle, castle. Rayquaza. That's the metagame now. Oh, yeah. Uh, it did I, really well. Yeah. It, it's a very good Pokemon. Who would have thought that, like, giving a Pokemon airlock and then having random Pokemon with hidden power water would stop Groudon? Having, like, the highest base stats in the game while still being able to hold an item would be a good thing. Also... Fidget, I would like to point out how no, many Kyogres no, made it into the world. I don't what you're talking about. Um, I was right and you were wrong, and there were many Kyogres. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was adamant that Kyogre was the play for Worlds, and that it was going to be on just about every team. Alright, is there some sort of like there's, audio recording that I can go back and confirm there's, this with? There's, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you go back and listen to the tape, I was pro Kyogre. <laughs> okay. From the start, 100%. If you read the description from the last episode, it says, Dr. Fidget has stolen Kyogre from the Pokemon World Championships. You need to get it back. <laughs> and guess what? They got it back. Okay. So, yes. Um, yeah, I haven't really been... April, maybe? Yeah, I haven't played at all. I'm just taking a Pokemon hiatus, aside from watching a lot of trailers, until the new game comes out. That was pretty much me last season, and I still managed to make worlds somehow. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just going to show up at regionals with a team I didn't really test, and kind of slap together. Oops, I did okay. Yeah, but I'm not going to show up until uh, they switch the format, so... I'm going to PCs, and isn't this team cool? They're all pink. Just, just join the commentary train, because then, then you don't have to worry about what you're running. You just talk. It's great. And then people get you coffee. Yeah. Uh, but I think I would only be able to do play-by-play. Or, no, I, I would only be able to do color. Do play -play. I was going to say, you're like you're definitely more of a color than you are play-by-play, -play, I think. Because the, the color, what do you, you just explain it like you were explaining what's happening to your mom, who knows the names, <laughs> but doesn't really know much else. Y yeah... Much. Just say what's happening on so that they can understand it if they don't. And you have to assume that they don't know, but they're not stupid. Oh, they're all stupid. Oh, that's not oh. very nice. I'm, I'm, ta I'm talking about the people that watch Twitch most of the time. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Twitch is gonna get you in your sleep, Fidget. They can cry. <laughs> your dreams know. are gonna be haunted by Kappas. I don't know what that means, but... You will. That's like a sorority thing, right? You know, I don't actually know anymore. <laughs> Uh, I think so. Luckily, a, I haven't had that much contact with a sorority in a while. It's just a Greek letter, isn't it? I mean, a kappa is also a type of Japanese creature of folklore that looks like a weird frog thing. Yeah. I, I okay. <laughs> I, I know that I don't like to look at Twitch chat. For it's for the best, better. honestly. Mostly just stay away from Twitch in general. Okay, so other stuff we have. Oh yeah, no more nationals. That's a thing. But there's continentals, so... So yeah, sucks to be Spain? Probably. But hasn't hasn't that know. been that way for a while, though? Yeah, but they had, like, multiple nationals that they could go to in Europe. I mean... Yeah, that's true. Now, that, now it's, like, one for the continent? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's very true, actually. That would be, like, them taking regionals away from us and nationals. I'm hoping they put continentals someplace besides Ohio. It was weird how early everything shut down. Yeah. As long as we don't also go back to Indiana. Nothing was open no. on Sunday. No. Nothing was open on Sunday. 
Indiana was better than Ohio. <laughs> it was like creepily empty on the streets. And this Pikachu just kept following. <laughs> yeah. Like, we were walking for blocks, like giant streets, not a soul in sight, except for a Pikachu that kept following. I mean, this sounds like the perfect Nationals experience. I don't know what you guys are talking about. It was like the purge was going to start. <laughs> yeah, and like, the Mongolian barbecue was open, so we went in there, and then the Pikachu came in there, and was like dancing by the grill, and then we left there, and just did circles around blocks trying to find some other place that's open, and we kept seeing the Pikachu following us. <laughs> that, that is beautiful. I, I... And nobody else! <laughs> that, that is... I, I, I really enjoy that. That's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there were other places that were open, that would be cool. Yeah. I guess we'll just have to see, right? Yeah. That yearly plea in for Chicago. I hope it's in Texas, because it's cheap here, and I wouldn't have to go anywhere. Chicago is, like, the biggest airport in the... Yeah, but it's cheap to fly to Texas. It is pretty cheap. It's not as cheap as Chicago, but it is cheap. Arizona, also surprisingly cheap. But I've been checking the prices, and I kept... I mean, like, oh, it's gonna be, like, 150, 160. I'm like, yeah, that's still pretty cheap. I checked again, and it was, like, 80 bucks. Round trip? Yeah. Darn. I, I thought it was a mistake. It's like, oh, this is only one way. Oh, no. This is this is both ways. I mean, I had to be pretty picky about when I travel because of work, but, like, I managed to score a $54 flight down, so that was pretty good. Yeah. Places with airports are cheap. Who would have thought? Columbus. Columbus was the most expensive flight I've ever had to take anywhere. Exactly why we should move it to Texas. <laughs> like, when I lived in Michigan and was flying to Hawaii... That was cheaper than flying from Seattle to Columbus. I guess I could pick Texas. <laughs> I don't like Houston. Though. No, Houston is a terrible convention center. And I've never been to the airport in the, near the airport. Man, now I'm thinking about with pancakes the, again. With the pancakes. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I should totally go to IHOP. It's like the only thing that's open now. Are, are they open 24? Yes, it's like the only 24-hour place within like walking distance of my college. So it's not the one that was by the air. No. <laughs> um, well, I guess we don't have anything else on the show. Do we have another question? Okay. Like a month ago, somebody asked me a question on Lava Pool Twitter. What's that? Or There were a couple ones. Um, one, Gabby Snyder asked, do you need a badge to listen to the Lava Pool? <laughs> I did ask that. You did ask that. It got a lot of likes. I, I really liked making fun of the whole badge situation. It was terrible. That and, was, like, okay. it was not oh, a sustainable yeah. thing for Worlds ever, but it was really fun to make jokes about. Oh, that was super annoying. It was um, super annoying. Practice, uh, basically, you needed a badge to get anywhere inside that hotel at Worlds. And the day that Finals was there, uh, Corey, Corey played in one Finals. I'm listening to them. We're all super, super good friends with Corey. Um, and, yeah, I was supposed to help him practice at, like, 7 o'clock the morning of finals because they had posted teams the night before so we we're gonna get the other kids team and try and play against it and i got to the hotel and they weren't letting anyone in and I'm like are you here for the event I'm like, no the event's not for like five hours i've got friends i'm trying to get to their room like oh well you have to go around the back they'll let you in there like there's a line for the event i'm like i'm not going to the event right now i just need to get upstairs like yeah just go to the back so i went to the back and there's a line like or there's a roped off area like 30 feet away from the door with one person standing there. <laughs> and I'm like, well, this doesn't seem right. And sure enough, the doors were all locked. And so I had to 
call and have somebody come down and get me to lead into the hotel. Oh my god. It's like 7.30 at this point. They're just not letting anyone into this giant hotel. Later, Corey's mom had run back to grab something, and she didn't have the badge with her back in. Well, like, even if you have the badge, they won't let you back in the hotel, like, through the hotel gates, unless you've got to stand in that stupid line, unless you've got the hotel key. Like, I, like, left the hotel to go grab some food, and I wanted to get back in, but I didn't have my own key because I was just staying with the Connors, and they wouldn't let me get back in, even though I wasn't going to go to the event. I just wanted to go back to the room and sleep. Yeah, like, I was super annoyed because, like, I had my badge on, and that's why they thought I was there for the event. It's like, because I had the badge. If I didn't have the stupid badge. No, even if you didn't have the badge, they still weren't going to let you in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Alan came down and just said, like, he's with me and didn't flash a key or anything. Well, I guess they figured since he was already in the hotel... I don't know. They seemed very upset about it. Yeah, my my understanding of the whole situation was, like, nobody was happy about it. Like, Pokemon was upset, the hotel was upset, we were upset. And then they had that giant, empty ballroom with a screen that was just showing streams with, like, seven people posted for security for that stupid, empty room. <laughs> that for no t- reason. I think that hotel was just kind of mean. Like, when my taxi driver dropped me off when I first got to the hotel, I got out, like, a couple feet, like, before he got to, like, the check-in for when you're dropping off passenger's desk. Because, you know, there was a line. I'm like, eh, I'm just going to go. And then the guy at the desk just started yelling at him because he was driving through without a passenger because I had gotten out <laughs> a couple feet early. So I got back in the car so that I could be dropped off again so that the guy would stop yelling at the poor taxi driver just trying to do his job. Oh, that's Aww. great. San Francisco's terrible. Yeah, it was not really a good place for Worlds. But, like, so I was in Anaheim about a week and a half ago now. Um, and the way they have, like, this one area set up is there's this huge convention center, like, more than a block long. And there's, like, two mm-hmm. huge hotels, like, right next to it. And, like, several more hotels right. within, like, two minutes of walking. And I just really hope they have it there this year. So, you know, there's no hotel problems. That. There's no venue problem. There's just space that. and Disneyland. Yeah, that would be good. I stayed there at regionals last year. The Hilton was not great. I was in the Marriott, and I thought it was Yeah, good. I very much regret not getting the Marriott. All right, so note to self, book the Marriott every time. Book the Marriott. Yeah, like Hilton's, but the carpet was terrible. I somehow got a handicap room, so the shower was just a shower head above the floor. There was no tub or curtains, or you would just walk in, no floor, shower. And that made the carpet right next to the bathroom just disgusting. Nice. I mean, not nice. But... Yeah, not a great hotel. But yeah, um, Anaheim World's... Next year, this year, 2017. I- I'm definitely... It's still not Hawaii. You know... Yeah, but, but it's still cool. I guess. Yeah, Disneyland is cool, and also there's the beach there, like Hawaii, and I grew up there, so that's pretty cool. So we're all going to get to see your old house? I mean, I was try- gonna planning on taking a couple <laughs> extra days off to go back to my hometown. That's fun. Okay, the, the only other question I have is, a walrus-type change. Fire. That com- comes from the hive mind. Um, I like to change the walrus's type. I don't know what I'd do. Fire. Just imagine. Fire ice. ice. Just imagine a walrus being fire. It does sound Doesn't pretty good. It? It'd be weak to. Give it a balloon. And like double weak to rock. So it just falls over to rock. It could sides. be a water fire like uh, 
volcano on you. The ice is part of the icy move. What if it was ice rock? Just dies to fighting super hard, like the dinosaur. Yeah, I really wish it was faster. Yeah, fast dino would be... It's not even scarfing speed. Like, it just needs a couple more to be scarf speed. It's not, like, dead last slows. It works well. It could be okay in trade still scrafty or dino. Oh, wow. <laughs> but instead, it's sandcastles for you. Um, but that's all I have for questions. Anything you guys want to talk about? Nope. Any any other games you're playing? Uh, just finished Child of Light. <laughs> Phoenix Wright. Not any game. Which Phoenix Wright is that? Okay. Pretend someone is listening to this in like six years. Which Phoenix Wright uh, is that? Uh, Spirit of Justice. Okay. Isn't one of the characters named Justice? Yes. So is it about him or her? Maybe. I don't actually know yet. About their spirit? Not at all. No, that's a silly name. Uh, what is Child of Light about? Uh. I think, I'm not entirely sure. It seems like a princess has died, and now she's in some sort of weird afterlife with a sword, and everything rhymes. Did she see a sandcastle before she died? I don't think so. I'm going to pretend she did. I've been playing Mass Effect. That should be close to the end. I really don't remember much of Mass Effect 3. I've never played any of them, actually. So, I've been meaning to. I just haven't gotten around to it. They, They do take a lot of time. If you're like me, do everything. I am. And then play them again different. I think I played the first one at least four times. And this is only my second time playing it. I think they're on PC. Probably get them. Yeah, I think I actually have them because we're Steam family friends or whatever. Oh, Yeah, so like, I I have no excuse. I just haven't played them. That's right. You also have, like, Xbox stuff gotten to be a problem. Almost. Because I know I I downloaded a lot more. Like, the way Rock Band licenses work... Um, it's stuff that I've downloaded before. Not all of it was immediately available on the store. So like every couple weeks, it's like, oh, a bunch of stuff that I bought years ago is now available on Xbox One. So I download that. So now I have like 700 downloaded songs on top of downloaded. Yeah, my, my Xbox actually ran out of space the other day, but it still functions. It just won't download any more stuff. So I'm just going to leave it like that okay. for now. So it's all good. Okay, because mine's, mine's at like 70% and I only got like, three games and then just tons of rock <laughs> and there's the update coming out next month rock band rivals a bunch of online stuff i'm excited about i'm actually ranked higher in rock band vocals than i am anything i mean that that seems pretty cool so i'm in the top 0.1 percent for basically every category in nice yeah i'm just sad that they don't have tournaments with that anymore all right uh and then let's see what else civ civ 6 is coming out next month Two months? October. October. Oh, God, it's September already. Yep. So, yeah, that's coming out soon. We're all getting that, I think, and, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Between Civ and New Rock, I don't know where I'm going to find time for Pokemon. But I will try and get more episodes of this up. Um, is, is there a regular time either or available to do this? The all day Thursday. Thursdays. Uh, Thursdays if we start a little bit sooner. This Thursday was just an abnormality. Okay. Okay, it depends how quickly I can get home Thursdays. But yeah, it, if there was a regular time, if we talk about stuff besides just straight Pokemon, because of how much metagame stuff I can keep up with. We can I mean, at this point, everybody's kind of put the metagame on pause. I think once regionals start back up again, we'll yeah. have more to talk about, but I'm fine with talking about other stuff. Yeah. Sorry I'm a little spacey. Okay, I'm cool. actually really hungry. No, it, it's absolutely fine. And if you guys haven't checked it out yet, uh, Steven Morioka... Alex Underhill? The wiki? I think. 
No, the other podcast, the Hyper. Oh, I haven't listened to that one. Okay. Um, yes, they are going over like more tournament structure stuff than we are. Yeah, we had Steven on the last episode. That was him just trying to get a feel for how to record and edit podcasts and stuff like that. And then he launched his own, which I'm very happy for. Because if you guys haven't noticed, I can't do this regularly anymore. It's, it's hard. But yeah, having someone else covering most of this stuff is good for everyone. And I know there's a bunch of people doing stuff on YouTube, but I'm an old person and can't figure out how it works. <laughs> really? I post to YouTube, I, and I can't figure out how it works. So I know I know you post to YouTube, and I never see your stuff. And I've been meaning to for a it's long okay. time. It's okay. But I can't. Like I looked at my YouTube history, and like in the last six months, there were only like five videos that weren't um, old music videos that I watched on YouTube. And it was like a scene from the Borderlands or from the Borderlands. Oh, I like that. I need yeah. to replay that game. But yeah, people post, like, Pokemon content to YouTube, and I just, and, well, I mean, I get people like to watch. I, I have other things to do with my time than watch people play Pokemon. <laughs> right? Maybe. I should be playing Pokemon. Like, if I'm going to do Pokemon, something Pokemon related, I should either be practicing or creating my own content, not watching what other people Maybe. I, right? that's what I, I mean, do. So, well, if I'm going to watch something, I'm going to watch something completely unrelated to Pokemon. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. <laughs> All right. So, until next time, maybe in like two weeks on Thursday. Oh, wait. That's going to be the. Like that's going to be the Thursday before regionals. Ah. Um, so, yeah. Let's not commit to anything, but try and this again. Uh, if you guys have any other ideas, um, places we can take this podcast besides just straight, but it is so primary. I'm open to other ideas. But yeah, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Gabby. I'm Tiffany. And we'll see you next time on the Lava Pool. Bye.